Blog Talk Radio. For 35 years, Jay Bartlett has rescued souls in more than 75 nations on six continents, reaching millions with the love and power of God. The dead has been raised, demons cast out, the sick cured, the broken-hearted healed. Stay tuned to one of the world's most astounding podcasts. Deliverance with Jay Bartlett is next. Live. Worldwide. Deliverance. With your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next few minutes, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you are about to experience Deliverance. Seven days, for 37 days, we traveled throughout the Middle East, throughout Africa, 37 days of missionary service, 12 flights, 60 plus hours of in-flight travel, 10 cities, 5 nations in the Middle East and in Africa. 21 meetings where we cast out demons, belled soul invaders, healed hearts, cured pains and sicknesses, witnessed souls being saved and souls being caught up into the third heaven. It was an extraordinary, on so many levels, an extraordinary mission in Africa, in the Middle East. Ten different cities and five different nations in the Middle East, in Africa. Demons were expelled, soul invaders driven out. Individuals healed, miraculously healed of various kinds of pains and infirmities and afflictions. Souls being saved and, of course, seeing the beautiful. Miracle of precious hearts being healed and caught up into the third heaven. But we also faced some opposition. We also faced some resistance, some hindrances. There was protesters in a protester in Johannesburg. We endured a witchcraft ter- attack in Vintuk, Namibia. There was a Jezebel conspiracy in South Africa, in the city of Johannesburg, where I nearly stopped the meeting. The spirits were that strong. There were very violent, physical, aggressive, demonic warfare in Cape Town, South Africa, in Johannesburg, South Africa, in Vintuk, Namibia, in Swakaman, Namibia. Violent, brutal, crazed demons. Like I said, we faced opposition. We saw some incredible victories, but we experienced some resistance. In our last segment, 
in the last segment of our mission. Remember, we're on the road for 37 days traveling. In that last part of the mission, we were in Durban, South Africa. There were challenges, obstacles, barriers, resistance on our way into Durban, our time in Durban, and on the way out. I had a, I remember vividly the day when we left in uh, Durban. I had a quick vision. I was able to peek into the spiritual world, the supernatural realm. And here I was in Durban, South Africa, on the road, about to leave. We had faced some incredible challenges and obstacles. And I saw the Hindu deities of Ganesh, Shiva, and Vishnu. Now, you may be saying, Pastor Jay, that's kind of strange. These are Hindu gods, normally would, would confront in Asia. But here I was in South Africa, of all places, in Durban, and I came across a vision, a quick, I was able to see them, and they were waving goodbye to me, and I knew who they, who they were. I even went on the internet just to double check, because their features were very distinct. It was Shiva, it was Vishnu, it was Ganesh. As Pastor Johnny Martinez and I, who traveled with me, and thank God for Pastor Johnny, what a great servant of the Lord who traveled as part of the team as we traveled throughout the Middle East and Africa. He was at every single meeting, and God blessed our efforts in so many ways. But we both could smell, we were in the taxi heading out of Durban, we could smell the the foul odor of incense that I picked up. It was common. I've been to many Hindu temples for ministry to preach the gospel, to pray for people. I've traveled throughout Asia, and I've been to other areas of the world where Hinduism is prevalent and and has a place. Places like Trinidad. You may not be aware of that, but in Trinidad, there's a sizable Hindu community, and same with South Africa. I mean, uh, in uh, yes, in South Africa and in South America. When I was in Georgetown, Guyana, doing ministry some years ago, another country with a sizable Hindu community. Same with South Africa. Many people are not aware, but I did encounter Vishnu. I encountered Shiva. I encountered in Ganesh, and on the way. Leaving Durban, our last segment in South Africa, they waved. They waved. Now, why did they wave? They were waving goodbye. They were glad to see us go for 37 days in 10 different cities, in five different nations, in 21 meetings. We cast out demons. We expelled soul invaders. We saw hearts being healed, souls being saved. And individuals caught up to the third heaven, they were furious. So they were happy that we were leaving. No doubt they had a part in the challenges and the obstacles and the barriers and the resistance that we faced there in Durban. But they didn't stop the commission, my friends. 
They didn't stop it. We were there in Durban. We were able to get into their territory. Now, in Durban, there's a sizable Hindu community. That's why these spirits, they had rights to this territory. And we could smell the odor, the foul incense-like Hindu, the, the odor, incense that would be commonly used in Hindu rituals. And it's what we smelled in the taxi as I saw that vision. Yes. There's Hindu gods in Africa. But where two or three gather in my name, Jesus says, I'll be in the midst of them. So wherever Johnny and I went, Pastor Johnny and I went, we traveled to, Jesus was there. And we saw over and over again Jesus overcoming the powers of demons, and including the Hindu gods in Africa. And I, I want to talk a little bit about these Hindu gods in Africa on today's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next few minutes exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance, my friend. listening to another thrilling edition of Deliverance with Jay Bartlett. These compelling podcasts are transformative, astounding, and inspiring. Lives are being encouraged, empowered, healed, restored, and liberated. Take a moment and support this global mission with a donation at jbartlettmissions.com. Visit the donate page and consider giving a recurring monthly donation. That's jbartlettmissions.com or call us at 877-483-5519. Thank you for your support to keep this worldwide mission alive. God has bestowed upon this global mission an extraordinary ability to gently guide individuals into the heavenly realms where thousands are encountering the risen Jesus and experiencing numerous heavenly wonders. We have, perhaps, created the world's largest video collection of testimonies of those being caught up into the third heaven and experiencing the joys, the wonders, and the glories of God's heavens. These thrilling videos from around the world demonstrate that God loves and cares for us. Taste of His powers at jbartlettmissions.com Heavenly experiences are for real. Watch and see at jbartlettmissions.com I'm Jay Bartlett. Thank you for taking a few moments to be with us as we discuss the subject of Hindu gods in Africa. It's a question mark. Hindu gods in Africa? Yes, there's Hindu gods. There's Hindu gods throughout the planet. How do I know? Because I've encountered them. I've actually encountered these Hindu gods. And on a recent mission to South Africa, which was a victorious mission, 37 days of missionary service, 12 flights, 60-plus hours of in-flight travel, 10 cities, 
five nations in the Middle East, in, in Africa, 21 meetings where we cast out demons, expelled soul invaders, witnessed hearts being healed, broken hearts being healed, seeing the healing of pains and sicknesses and diseases and afflictions. We witnessed souls being saved and precious souls were caught up into the third heaven and were able to meet the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Some very dramatic uh, third heaven encounters, which many of them we were able to capture on video. And I would encourage you to go to jbartlandmissions.com, get to our YouTube channel, and see some of the video testimony. I mean, you'll be shocked. And in my next podcast, I'll be speaking about what happened in one of those uh, meetings where somebody was caught up to the third, third heaven. They, they were able to meet Jesus, even entered into the very throne room of God. And, and as they were talking to Jesus, as Jesus was talking to them and receiving his love and his peace and his presence, his power, Jesus had, had shared with them that he was coming back very, very soon. But yes, we, we encountered some opposition, resistance, warfare. We had a protester in Johannesburg that we had to kick out of, out of a meeting. We had witchcraft attacks in Vintuk, Nanimbia. Had a conspiracy of Jezebel spirits that warred against us in Johannesburg, South Africa. And then, of course, we, we dealt with and encountered very, very violent, physical, aggressive uh, demons. And it was incredible demonic warfare in Cape Town, South Africa, in Johannesburg, South Africa, in Vintuk, Namibia, and Swakaman, Namibia. But we saw Jesus Christ come out victorious. Now, in our last segment into uh, there in South Africa, we entered into Durban and we encountered three Hindu gods. I, now, how do I know it was three? I saw them. And as, as we were leaving South Africa, coming back to the United States, uh, I had a quick vision. I was able to peer into their world and they revealed themselves. They revealed themselves, Shiva, Ganesh, Vishnu. These are Hindu gods, prominent ones, by the way. Now, you may be asking, who are these Hindu gods? Well, they're well-known and some of the best-known deities within Hinduism. Ganesh, for example. You find Ganesh. I've actually encountered this demon many, many times, hundreds if not thousands of times, not only in Asia, but throughout the world. Like I mentioned, there's Hindu populations and and uh, communities in South America. When I went to Georgetown, Guyana, in South America, did ministry. I counted the spirit. When I was in South Africa, I got to see the spirit. It appeared, and not only appeared, but it manifested a very strange, foul odor that that I recognize in my travels in Hindu communities. It was incense that would be used in Hindu demonic rituals. Now, he identifies as as like an elephant-like kind of figure. He has an elephant head, and he many Hindus pay homage to him because he brings forth supposedly good luck, and he removes obstacles. Well, he's not going to give you good luck. That's first. 
He's going to give you bondage, darkness, death, spiritual death. And many Hindus acknowledge him and honor him because he's a remover of obstacles. Well, I can tell you this. He's not a remover of obstacles. He actually creates obstacles. He sabotages, and he brings bondage. Now, when I read in the scriptures, and for example, in the Old Testament, in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 16, they provoked, that is our God, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to jealousy with foreign gods. This is Moses writing to the people of Israel. The God, they provoked our loving, living God to jealousy with foreign gods. So there are, the Bible acknowledges there are so-called gods that roam this planet. You find it in all the world's major religions, the various gods. Now, these various gods, who are they? Because the Bible tells us from Genesis to Revelation, there's only one God, the God of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one and true God, who has revealed himself as a holy trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, co-equal. So who are these other gods? Well, you see in verse 17, they had provoked him. In verse 16, but then in verse 17, Deuteronomy chapter 32, they sacrificed to demons, not to God. So they weren't sacrificing to these so-called deities, so-called gods and goddesses. They were actually sacrificing unto demon power. So when I speak about Vishnu, I'm speaking about a demon. When I speak about Kali, Buddha, when I speak about any, it doesn't matter where, what religion you pick, any god or goddess that I can name to you today, those are really demons. They're not gods. Now, they like to grain and appear as gods, but they're not. They're demons. So Ganeshi, he, uh, he has an elephant kind of like head. He's supposed to bring good luck. And he's supposed to remove the obstacles in one's life. Actually, he sabotages. He brings bondage because he's a demon. Now, the Apostle Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, he faced obstacles. And when he faced obstacles, sabotage, resistance, challenges, you know what he says? He says it's, it's demonic warfare. It's Satan behind it. He says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 17, But we, brethren, having been taken away from you for a short time in presence, but not in heart, endeavored more eagerly to see your face with great desire. Therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. Kind of reminds me of what's happened here. I'm, By the way, I'm here in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. I look outside my balcony. I'm here in downtown. see the harbor, the mountains, the amazing uh, array of yachts and boats. It's just a beautiful, beautiful, one of my favorite cities, actually, I, I travel to. We have uh, God birthed a Jesus church here uh, some time back. We've held hundreds of meetings, ses personal sessions, public meetings, and many, many years of being here in Vancouver and in the surrounding area throughout British Columbia. We've seen some incredible signs and wonders, miracles, 
and and then the pandemic occurred, obviously, and we just weren't able to get back into British Columbia. We're back by God's grace and by God's grace alone, and we're holding meetings tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday evening at the Civic Hotel in nearby Surrey, British Columbia. And if you can, get to the meetings. It's going to be a powerful, powerful uh, services where we will partake of the blood and the body of Jesus Christ in Holy Communion. We will cast out demons. I'll bring a teaching from God's Holy Word, and we're going to see great miracles. Be praying for us. We expect spiritual warfare, obviously, uh, but Jesus will come out victorious as he always does. But, you know, here he is, and I feel like it's, I, was, I was being hindered time and again, but Satan hindered us. So his obstacle was a demon. Interesting, isn't it? Demon power. So, yeah, Ganesh, he, he had a part in, our, in the challenges that we had to face there in Durban. That's why he was waving goodbye. He was glad to see us go. Uh, but he didn't stop us, meaning that we were able to get into Durban to preach and to proclaim victory. Now, we see Shiva. I saw Shiva there in Durban. One of the principal deities within Hinduism. He's so-called a supreme being. Also known as destroyer. I would agree with that. He is a destroyer. They aptly describe who he truly is. He is a destroyer. And he's trying to destroy the ministry. You know, they try to stop us, Ganesh, Shiva, Vishnu. But the the gospel went forth. I still did ministry in, in, in other ways there. They were able to, to resist some of the public meetings but there in Durban. But I was still able to do some ministry in other ways there uh, while in Durban. I was able to pray, proclaim victory in that city. And... But yeah, he's known as a destroyer. Now, he's seen as having a third eye on his forehead. He has a trident, which is like a fork-like weapon in his hands. Then he has a serpent around his neck. Now, who's that serpent? It's Satan. Now, why is he around the neck? To strengthen the demon known as Shiva. He's communing with his master, Satan, the serpent. We also, I was also able to see Vishnu. Now, he's one of the three main gods in Hinduism. He's kind of depicted as having four arms. He's holding weapons. It's kind of interesting how these Hindu gods and goddesses, they often have things in their hands, weapons, devices that they use in warfare. No question about that. I've encountered their weapons. But again, we have a superior weapon, the weapon of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And yes, there are Hindu gods and goddesses in Africa. There's a sizable Hindu community in South Africa, in specifically in Durban. So yeah, there's Hindu gods throughout the planet here in North America. 
I've encountered them here in Vancouver, beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. I've dealt with them in the United States, uh, throughout the world. There are Hindu gods, not only in Africa, but in North America, and in, in Africa, in Europe, in Asia, in Australia. I've encountered these beings everywhere. But I'm here to tell you, Jesus Christ is more powerful. Because I see these Hindu gods bow to Jesus. They actually bow. They bow. Every knee will bow, the Bible says. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That Jesus Christ is Lord. And some of you are listening, and you, you, you're, you have been connected with these Hindu gods or maybe some kind of Buddhist deity, some Islamic power, some kind of uh, Shinto. It can be anything that's out there. These are all demons. These are all demons, my friends. Well, today, you could get free from these things, these wicked, unclean spirits. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, the Apostle Paul, just like Moses, he says, rather the things which the Gentiles sacrificed, they think they were sacrificed to idols, but he says they sacrificed to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and the table of demons. The sacrificial blood of Jesus Christ, the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ is available for you, my friend. And if you just call upon the Lord Jesus Christ, he will save you. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, save me. I repent of my sin. I bow my heart, my life, my mind to you, Jesus Christ. You are God in the flesh. You have risen from the dead. You are coming back soon. I ask for you, Jesus, to cleanse me from all my wicked idolatry, connecting with gods, other kinds of gods. There is only one God, and I acknowledge him on this day. I repent. I renounce Satan, and I give my life fully to Jesus Christ. Fill me with your love, your peace, your power, your presence in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, those of you who prayed that simple prayer, I want you to contact me at j at jbartlandmissions.com and let me know that you prayed that prayer so we can send you some materials that will help you in your new walk with God, the one and true God. And I command those evil spirits, whoever they may be, to release your mind right now, to release your heart, to release your body now in the authority of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Come out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go. Come out. Come out of the minds. Come out of the hearts. Come out of the bodies. Go sickness. Go Hindu gods. Go death. Go Satan. Go Jezebel. Go witchcraft. Go infirmity. Go sickness. Go pain. Now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of the blood and the resurrection of Jesus, lift off. Right now, in Jesus' name. Many of you are getting free. Many And God, I just ask that your Holy Spirit would fill them right now. I bless each and every one of you, my friends, in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
This has been a production of the Good News Podcasting Network, based in sunny Southern California. Feel free to contact for more information on the Deliverance Podcast at jbartlettmissions.com or call us at 877-483-5519.